Hello and welcome to another edition of Prophetic Times. I'm Dr. Deborah Hare Iso, and today is the best day of your life. And today we have an amazing guest for you today. I know you're going to say, you always say we have amazing guests. We always have amazing guests. But today you're going to be blown away. You're going to absolutely enjoy every word. You're going to be holding on uh, to your seat. And you know what? I would suggest you go and get you some paper and pen and a Bible because we're going to really dive into some things today that's going to bless you. We have a, a man of God who has done so many things, not just in the city, not just in the state, not just in the country, but completely and totally around this world. He's been um, an um, uh, NBA basketball player. He has, uh, has music recordings all over the place. He is pastoring and operating apostolically just doing uh, tremendous things that are really going to bless your life. And you can get, you're going to be able to find out how to get some of those things into your own homes. But right now, I want you to help me to welcome um, uh, a wonderful uh, person. His name is Apostle Dr. Terry Cummins, and he is a pastor in the city of Atlanta. So help me welcome him right now. How are you doing, man of God? I'm fine. It's good to see you again. It's always good to see you. Now, we know that you are pastoring in the Hemi uh, church, but I want you to talk about what that actually means because it's going to bless the people. What is the acronym for Hope Ejenito Ministries International? And the Ejenito is a Greek word that means to become something that you never were before. And it comes from uh, the scripture in um, John, the Gospel of John, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word came down and became flesh. The became is the actual Egypt, it is him becoming something he never had been before. And it, it also impresses upon us as believers, as sons and daughters of God manifested through the conversion of Christ and the cross to every day get up consciously, like the scripture says, allowing the spirit to be renewed day by day. But if the spirit becomes renewed in us day by day, then every day we become something we never were before. Oh my God, that is awesome, guys. Listen. That is right there. That's one of those things I say you need to write down. That is good, good, good. So, um, that wasn't even a teaching. That was just an introduction. Yeah. <laughs> that was powerful. But now listen, man of God, I know that you have tons of things that we could talk about today. But we're going to talk about fellowship with man. Right. So let's start right there. Well, we, we, we've talked so much um, in the last couple hours and just preparing for the interview, you and I. And, and initially, when I came in, um, I really wanted to share about the relationship between the, the, the male, the male man, and, and getting them back into a place of understanding. But then you, you shared something um, about um, that really ignited something in me because I, I have done studies on it, and, and, and a piece of it was missing. And you began to talk, and you probably should share your part of it too. When you were talking prospectively about how when God made the man, he was not talking about the male or the female. He was talking about both of them. That's right. And yeah. uh, the scripture is really clear because it says, let us make them in our image. That's and, right. and the them implies plurality. Mm -hmm. And because most of us uh, live in a world that is masculine driven, you know, and I should say all of us because all over the world, the masculine spirit is a dominating spirit. That's right. Uh, and I'm not condoning it saying that it's right or wrong. But that's what it is. Mm. Um, but we were talking about um, how the fellowship or the, the relationship we could have with each other, male to female, um, 
that God had ordained in his original intent is something we have to get back to. We cannot find ourselves within the kingdom of God fighting positionally That's right. because she's a woman and I'm a man. Mm -hmm. we, we literally have to find a way to work together or this will not be accomplished. God is not going to build his kingdom on one faction because the scripture says there's no variableness in him. There's no shadow of turning in him, and there's no respect of persons in him. So the reality is God is calling his children, male and female. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's, it's, a, it's a, a powerful thing to be able to say at this time that you know, I'm really humbled because this is, this is my heart anyway. Yeah. You know, I really want yeah. what he wants, mm -hmm. you know. And, and like we were, I believe, talking earlier about um, this, uh, this uh, confession Mm. being able to confess and, yeah. and, and even affirm um, those words uh, formed from another Greek word homologio H-O-M-O-L-O-G-E-O -O -O, which literally means to say what I said, to say what has been said about it, in this case say whatever God says That's about right. it or you because mm -hmm. if you do that then we'll wind up doing things the way he wants them done which literally the kingdom of God in phraseology uh, the phrase of, phrasing of it when we see that phrase in scripture, the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, it literally means the way that God does things. So if we say what he says about things, then we'll do what he does about them. That's right. Oh yeah, that that is good, and I think that you're right. Um, when we begin to understand that God has a plan for the planet, mm -hmm. you know, people are quick to talk about, oh, God has a plan for me, and God has a plan for you know what I'm doing in the kingdom and my job and my business and all these and my ministry even. But God has a plan for the earth, Amen. and I believe that the reason that He placed man. And when we begin to open that up, we understand that that word is really Adam, which mm -hmm. is male and female. Amen. That there is something that we're supposed to do together. Mm -hmm. Because as we study the scriptures out, we'll find out that when God first created, there was two creations. There was the spiritual creation, which was male and female. That was one create, uh, one uh, when he created uh, the, in the spirit. But then he took them apart and placed them in the male and the female body. But when we look at it, when they were together, the, the Adam, mankind, was able to do everything. But when he separated them, he said, now you need to help me. And the reason he said that is because we need to come together to accomplish that will for the earth. Yeah, and, and I think probably here is, is good a place as any to talk about something you shared too earlier about the, the actual meaning of, of the word help me. Yeah. That it, is, is not, it does not mean real. Mm -mm. You know, because that is another <laughs> enlightening moment and would be for anyone that really wants to, to know the original intent of what God was setting out to That's do. That's right. You're so right. you should share that. <laughs> well, I will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we were sharing together mm -hmm. that, you know, the scriptures say, and then um, uh, uh, God took the rib mm -hmm. from the man. That's what we read in our English scriptures. Right. But then when we look at that, where we open it up in the Hebrew, we find that that word is not rib. 
that that Hebrew word is the word side. So he took a side, a half of that male person and made the female person. Mm -hmm. And the intent is for them to still come together and to work as one. Yeah, and and I think that that is powerful. Um, I don't I don't want to be politically or spiritually correct in the sense of being politically so. I really want to be transparent. Amen. And being transparent, that implies so much that he he took a side of the man or split Amen. the man down the middle and, and made something. And, and in the minds of us uh, finite beings, that would be incomprehensible. We could not imagine God just, you know, cutting or splitting and in the, in the middle. But if you thought as a physicist, if you thought as someone scientific, you would understand it's nothing but matter to God. Mm. You know, it's just the substance of stuff. I mean, and we see it in scripture. When we see that word substance in, in Hebrew 11 and 1, he's talk, that's physics. Oh, yeah. Because he's talking yeah. about matter. He says faith is the matter, oh, the substance of right. all things hoped for. Mm -hmm. You know, so when you start to see things beyond the norm, and it is interesting if you do not develop uh, a mind and a heart to find the the original intent and the truth. You will always settle for something that is not factual. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and it's not um, necessarily the fault of the preachers who taught us because they didn't have the, the ability. The, take for instance, uh, in the uh, medieval times uh, where the Catholic Church ran everything, the Roman That's Catholic right. Church, um, people didn't have Bibles. And the That's people right. that did, the priests, the Bible was written in Latin, and most of them didn't understand it. So when we read this this scripture in Genesis, where um, he, he uh, uh, um, forms the man, and he makes the, the, the male and the female at the same time, when we read this, we read this translation in its original uh, um, Hebrew mm -hmm. to say side. But when we read it years later, yeah. uh, 14th, 15th century, or maybe even before, uh, when we when we read with uh, King James doing his his uh, interpretation of it, he puts rib in there mm -hmm. because it is the closest thing to what they could imagine it be because they couldn't imagine him splitting something down the middle, especially Adam, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. would have been plural, male and female, right. and just separating them and allowing them to be who they really are in his intent, not ours. That's right. Because our intent That's basically right. comes from these different translations. You're right. And not You're necessarily right. from the mouth of God. That is so true, and it's, and it's right. And, uh, and, and that's why um, we people have so often taken the Word of God, the truth of the Word of God, mm -hmm. and made all of these other incorrect things, right. slavery, yeah. uh, 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 being uh, putting people uh, in bondage based on their color, the color of their skin, right. where they, what part of the world they were born and, and, and raised in. And even men trying to put their foot on the necks or the backs of females. Yes. Let's talk about that even a little bit. Well, I mean, I, I think that all of that is indicative, too, of, of the fact that, um, let's talk about it like from this perspective, too. Um, the women, because of the nature of a masculine-driven society from the beginning, and 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 um, because Scripture doesn't always clearly say things to people about women, we assume that it's not so. But in the last 20, 30 years of biblical history, we're getting translations that translate Scripture to us uh, indelibly different. They tell us that women were as active 
in the things of God as men were, but not given a voice. Oh yeah, that's right. And and and, and we find that in Paul's writing um, to the, I believe the Corinthian church when he says that it's not lawful basically for a woman to speak in the church. Mm -hmm. And from this one scripture, for for hundreds of years, women have been prodded by men and said that it is not lawful for you to preach. It's not right for you to preach. But if you take it contextually, mm -hmm. Paul was speaking to a group of people who had no fashion or form to religion. That's right. I mean, he was speaking to Gentiles or Greeks. That's right. And, and their lifestyle apparently was vastly different than mm -hmm. the Jewish because mm -hmm. the women were outspoken. <laughs> and for Paul to have said that it's not proper for you to speak, you know, in, in the church, it was merely because they have they were unlearned people that's to, right. to the actual rudimental values mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. of Christianity. That's right. And so he said, if you have a question, wait till you get home and ask your your husband. Mm -hmm. And we we took it because of of ignorance, and I say ignorance in the sense that we were ourselves unlearned to the contextual reality that literally God don't have no respect for person. Mm -mm. He has shown us time mm -mm. and time again not. We'll always use the donkey and say, well, he can use the donkey, he can use the but he used the well in Jonah's day. That's and God has used plants to, you know, when 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 Jonah was running, he, he he grew a plant around him and he loved the Jonah loved the plant more than he did the people down in Nineveh. Right. So it was God's way of always saying, Look, I can use anything because I've created everything, any everything. So he and here's another piece I was thinking about. If God, the scripture says that God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Mm. Everything God has created is alive. Oh, yeah. Even the earth. Mm -hmm. That's right. The earth is a living organism. Mm -hmm. And because it's a living organism, anytime you put something in it, it grows. That's right. And, and anything that is alive will give life to something else. Because the scripture says it, you know, so that it will reproduce after its own kind. Well, that is the same reality. The earth will do that. When we, when we plant seed into it, it will do that. The reason why, and, and, and this may be shifting a little bit, but the reason why there's such a contemptuous spirit in, in the earth right now mm -hmm. is because we are destroying the earth by destroying its atmosphere mm -hmm. that it needs to breathe and to live off That's of. True. So the, as the ozone layer um, shifts, tears, rents, whatever you want to call it, it creates death instead of life. And everything God has given us is to create life. That's why backing back into our conversation it is imperative for us male to female to be able to get along because That's we true. give life together mm -hmm. the truth of that matter is you can't reproduce without me and That's i can't right. reproduce without you That's right. male That's to right. female and so and it is it's beyond uh sexual intercourse spiritual intercourse mm -hmm. is he's telling us the same thing that it's we true. cannot create anything of value in the kingdom separate from each it's other true. It's true. I mean, when we when we read the scriptures, it, the first verse mm -hmm. says, "In the beginning, right. God, Elohim, mm -hmm. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit." That wasn't God the Father saying, "Well, let me just handle this. Let me just do this." No, it took the three God, the Godhead, to be able to create. Let us create this earth. That was a sample. That was an example mm -hmm. of the way that we were supposed to. And then He said, "Let us make man." Amen. They created Elohim us, again. man male and female and you know so many times people say well oh you know the man is supposed to be dominant over the woman that's not it man didn't become dominant uh, over the woman until the fall until sin entered the earth but when jesus came back on the on the scene what did he do he brought everything back he said Amen. i destroyed the curse and he brought us all back unto evil 
Amen. equal footing. And now it's time for us to begin to understand that, work together to accomplish the goal of what God created the earth for us to make happen in it. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think too, and, and just piggybacking onto that, you know, what we see in the death of Christ on the cross is we see in this phrase, it is finished, mm -hmm. the accomplishment of, of the reality of what was the original intent of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he literally said in saying, it is finished, not only have I paid the price in full, yes. but everything, hallelujah, thank you, Holy Ghost, everything that has been hindered and has been held up, it is now grandfathered over back into where I prospectively decided intended for it to be from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so it, and, and, I, and I, I'll be honest, because uh, it's not, we're in this 21 day fast here at HEMI, uh, and part of it is our, we have a, a time of confessional. And in this confessional part, you confess all your known sins. Mm -hmm. and, and it is to be transparent to God, and it's, it's not about confessing to other people. This is just between the individual and God, mm -hmm. all your faults, all your failures, all your mistakes, all the things that you know of, everything you know and what you don't know, don't overanalyze, allow the Holy Spirit to bring it to your remembrance yeah, so you can deal yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But in doing this, I, I've been guilty as a man of always believing God called us, he, and he did. He called a man to be the head. He called a man to lead. And and the thing is, is here's, here's, here's another truth. And I, and I taught this um, some time ago to our people. Uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the three are equal, the three are one. Mm -hmm. And it is a complicated thing for most of us to understand. Mm -hmm. But if you understood yourself, you have a spirit, a mind, and a body, mm -hmm. and the three are one. Oh, yeah. They're, not, they're not separate mm -hmm. beings necessarily, mm -hmm. although they're three separate parts of you, but they all make up the oneness of who you are. Yeah. And, and I teach this as a reality that at some point in history, before the world was made, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit got together, and they came to a conclusive reality that one would do one thing, one would do another, and one would do That's another right. thing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. see, we know this because there's no disorder in the kingdom of God. That's right. They are all doing what they're capable, comparable of doing together. That's right. The, the Father is is the ultimate judge he's the father of all spirits you know the creator of all things mm -hmm. the son laid down his life mm -hmm. that was the the agreement that the son would die we redeemed and the son it. submitted himself and committed himself mm -hmm. to the death of the cross That's right. the scripture tells us that he did not have to but he committed himself to it the fact that he committed himself to it says to me that they had some kind of conference where they conferred with each other and said, this is what I'm going to do. This is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, God the Father may have asked him to do it, but he still had to agree mm -hmm. to redo right. it because he That's was right. equal with God. God, too. Yeah. And <laughs> so right. then you have the Holy Spirit. He said, well, when you die, this is what I'm going to mm -hmm. do. When mm -hmm. you go up, I'm going to come down, and every word that you spoke, and I'm going to watch over it till it's been performed. That's right. That's and it right. brings us to this point where we... We are not in dire straits. Um, and when, when I say dire straits, I mean we are not in an impossible place that we can't get out of. We merely have to look to Christ because he has set the goal high. So you have to look up right. to find him. And that's not just physically, but it's spiritually. You've got to search your spirit man. You've got to reset your mind. You've got to find yourself and get a grip and stop thinking that what is going on in this world is going to, uh, qualify you to go to hell what's going on in your heart that cause you to go to hell 
you know, in, in your mind, you because you got to get that straight with God. You got to be straight with God so that whatever happens on this planet does not affect your eternal goals of, sure. of, of eternal it's life. True. You know? true. And and you know what? I just I love that because people don't get getting yourself right with Christ means receiving Him into your life as Lord and Savior of your life, mm -hmm. and then. The reason that so many people are hindered from being able to go forth and do what God's called them to do because they're so sin conscious. They worry about, oh, well, I messed up right here. But the Bible is clear. Mm -hmm. He said that he will forgive all of your sins, Amen. past, present, and future. Amen. So if we begin to think that way, it frees us up to be able to go forth and do what it is that we are being called to do. I, and I love this because you've been in ministry for 40, over 40 years. Amen. And I oftentimes used to ask you, well, how do you do it? How do you stay stay strong and, and continue to do it? And the, and the thing that you've always made me understand is I'm not perfect, mm -hmm. but I understand the call of God on my life, Amen. and I stay true to that mm -hmm. and understand that I, I'm forgiven. Yeah. It's all under the blood, yeah. and you just keep on going. If everybody could think like that, mm -hmm. then we can get this thing done. We can get the work of the kingdom accomplished. I think, to be honest, and I'm not going to give my opinion because I think that's where we as leaders get in trouble. I believe that the Word of God tells us clearly. When we go to James, count it all joy when. When implies that there's a time. It's only a matter of time when you fall into God's temptations. It don't even say when you sin. <laughs> it just says when, you, when you're going to be tempted in diverse ways. And it's only a matter of time. And you're supposed to count it a joy when you get to the place of temptation. You ain't even gave in. Come on now. You ain't sinned. You, you have not glory, been glory. enticed. You have not given over into death. And I've been in, and I'm a very transparent man because I want other men to know that you are not the only one out there struggling with your mind and your flesh. Amen. You know, and I know Amen. that it's, it's a temperamental mindset for some people because they get bound to it. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I have chosen to be transparent because I did not want to be bound or, or in own, own, owning up, owning to anything to the devil. Amen. And so... I found in the scriptures that if I confess my sins, he's faithful and just to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Oh, oh. But if I say I haven't sinned when I have, mm -hmm. then I'm a liar and the truth ain't in me, which means that I have no proper right going before God because I'm a liar. Mm -hmm. The scripture mm -hmm. says a liar shall not tarry in the presence of the Lord. Mm -hmm. That means you can't wait in God's presence. And what do we do when we pray? We wait. Mm -hmm. So if you a liar, you 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 can't carry in the presence of the Lord because he ain't listening. <laughs> you know? And, and and a liar is someone who practices this as a tool right. and uses the deception of it, you know, to really conquer uh, or cause people to fear or yeah, to doubt yeah, or to yeah. disbelieve in, in, in the long run. And and I truly believe this with my whole heart. You know, I know people have caught or seeing me do things in my past like they have everybody else that they didn't agree with. But one thing I've always agreed with, no matter where I was in my life, is God orders my steps. Whether oh, yes, he, he allows does. them or, or it's in his perfect will. He's, cause, and, and I don't know if I shared this before, but I had just come from church a couple years ago, and I was in a high place of praying and talking to God. And the Spirit of the Lord came to me while I was getting myself together. And he said to me, he said, I want you to talk to God and tell him I forgive you for all the things you had to do to bring me to this place. I had never heard anything like that before in my life. But he told me, he said, say to God, 
I forgive you for all the things you did to get me to this place. And then the Holy Spirit convicted me. He said, now you know it wasn't his fault. Mm. So now you have to confess you did it. God just allowed these other things to happen to bring you to this place because it's, it's what he had to use to get you. Oh, yeah. And he knows. You know? He yeah. knows what it takes to get us to where we we need to be. Amen. And I just love that. And I think that's amazing, amazing, amazing. And we're running out of time. Already? But <laughs> I want you to kind of talk to the people. First of all, tell them where they can find you. Okay. But there's a question that I always like to ask when, when, when I have an opportunity to talk to you and interview you. I want you to tell the people, what is God saying right now? What is he saying to his people right now? The 2019, this year that we're in, is a time of opportunity, revelation, and manifestation. Um, and that it's not about being prepared. You are either ready or you're not. If all the things that God has allowed us in our lifetime have brought us to this point of opportunity, now we have to move forward. Because the opportunities are going to come, and you're either ready or you're not. That's right. And you can reach us at Hope Each Needle Ministries International. 5045 Memorial Drive, Building I, 30088, on the web at hemi.church. Uh, our phone number is 404-781-5281. Praise God. So listen, guys, I know that you have truly uh, enjoyed uh, this 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 uh, time of interview, and I, know, I knew you would. I always tell you that um, whenever I have uh, this powerful man of God um, in our studios, that it is gonna be a blast. <laughs> it is gonna be. <laughs> that is going to be. <laughs> we'll tell y'all about that later. <laughs> that um, it's gonna be a powerful time. I tell you, and it was, and it always will be. And listen, guys, I don't want you to run away because I'm gonna try to convince him. I'm gonna try to convince him to do one more show with us um, today. And the reason I'm gonna do that is because he's been doing some powerful teaching about deliverance am i right about Amen. that and there's some things that i want to there are nine things that um he has been working on god has been giving them uh, to him in his spirit and you know what i think that there are going to be things that you're going to want to uh, get into your heart for this new year 2019 and as he said god said this is the year that he's going to begin to open up new things for you and this is your time so listen we're going to close right now but i'm going to ask you to come back next time for more of prophetic times